Uh, Buana Sifiwe, praise God. My name is uh, Brother Solomon Igosangwa Shibairo. By the grace of God, I'm an elder in training in City Church uh, of Crisco, uh, Crisco Workers. Our church is located in uh, Kitisuru, Nairobi. This morning, I'm blessed to be with you, uh, to share with you the word of God uh, and exposing the Bible. Uh, today, we are going to read about uh, uh, issues to do with uh, salvation. Salvation and its benefits. Now, um, to help us read this, we'll be reading or going through the book of Matthew, chapter 22, verse 1 to verse 14. May we read, may we, uh, read it? It says, Jesus spoke to them again in parables, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a king who prepared a wedding banquet for his son. He sent his servants to those who had been invited to the banquet to tell them to come, but they refused to come. Then he sent some more servants and said, Tell those who have been invited that I have prepared my dinner. My oxen and fattened cattle have been butchered and everything is ready. Come to the wedding banquet. But they paid no attention and went off, one to his field, one to his business. The rest seized his servants, mistreated them and killed them. The king was enraged. He sent his army and destroyed those murderers and burnt their city. Then he said to his servants, The wedding banquet is ready, but those I invited did not observe, did not deserve to come. Go to the sweet corners and invite to the banquet anyone you find. So the servants went out into the streets and gathered all the people they could find, both good and bad, and the wedding hall was filled with guests. But when the king came in to see the guests, he noticed a man there who was not wearing wedding clothes. Friend, he asked, how do you get in here without wedding clothes? The man was speechless. Then the king told the attendants, tie him hand and foot and throw him outside into the darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth, for many are invited, but few are chosen. Wow. Let's pray. Father, we come before you this morning. We want to thank you for giving us good sleep. Father, we want to thank you for our goals for waking us up, that we may have fellowship with you, Father. Father, we pray that you may forgive our sins. Papa, forgive us for all types of sins, of Papa, of idolatry, of immorality, of wicked thought, of rebellion towards you, Papa, forgive us. Forgive us for our hard-heartedness. Today we pray, Papa, you may come into our life. May you indwell in us, especially by the power of the Holy Spirit. Guide us and lead us the day. Father, as we read through the Bible, may you reveal to us the truth about your word, O oh Father, that it may be beneficial to us. In Jesus' name we pray and believe. Amen. When I went through this uh, section of the Bible, 
uh, it may sound like a story about a wedding and a king. Yes, indeed it is, but there's deeper things into it. I get a revelation, or rather in my own way, this giving us a story of God and the children of Israel and even the Gentiles who later on became born again, and that's where you and me are. Now we read from verse 1 to 3 that the kingdom of heaven is like a king who prepared a wedding banquet for his son. The king here may stand for God himself and is preparing a wedding banquet for his son Jesus Christ, which is what we believe as Christians we are going through. We are being prepared for the marriage supper. Now, uh, he sent his servants to those who had been invited to the banquet to tell them to come, but they refused to come. Now, earlier on we noticed people had been invited, but they had somehow they had not come. But he sent his sons, his servants, to tell them to come. And we are told in verse 3 that they refused to come. Depicting exactly what happened to the nation of Israel, that they had been told from the beginning that they are a nation which is special, chosen by the Lord God, meaning they had to know God and serve Him even better than any other nation. But they didn't do this naturally. Even after sending the prophets and many other people to come and tell them about it, they refused to come. From verse 1, so 4, and so on, he sent some more servants, that means more prophets and apostles, and said, tell those who have been invited that I prepared my dinner, my oxen and fattened cattle have been butchered and everything is ready. Come to the wedding banquet. The Bible is depicting to us over generations when God sent prophet after prophet to the nation of Israel. He told them every time that I prepared myself. Come, that you have a relationship. But they refused. They did not hear. So we are told in verse 5, they paid no attention and went off, one to his field, another to his business. Yes. When he called the Israelis, they did not have time for the Lord. They went about their daily lives. They didn't care. So they had no excuse. So what did happen? In verse 6, the rest seized his servants and mistreated them and killed them. Well, apart from just ignoring the servants, they again seized them. They murdered the prophets. They killed them. They destroyed them. Verse 7 says, the king was enraged. He sent his army and destroyed those murderers and burned the city. Yes, we are, we are aware of situations where God went in and almost destroyed the nation of Israel. You remember, many years after they became a kingdom, he kept on sending web and web of servants whom they mistreated, some they killed. He had to send them to exile, to exile into Babylon. And when they were in Babylon, they 
were completely like annihilated nation. Only a remnant came back to the nation. Again, when they came back into Israel, they served God for almost 400 years. Again, they rebelled against him, even after Christ. And if you know, maybe 70 years after Christ, they rebelled against the Roman Empire, and they were again destroyed, only to be restored in the year 1948, over 1,000 years after that time. So this depicts that. Now, verse 8 tells us, Then he said to his servants, The wedding banquet is ready, but those I invited did not deserve to come. Go to the street corners and invite the banquet, anyone you find. This may sound like when God was tired with the Israelis, he decided to call on the Gentiles because the nation he chosen who had rebelled against him. So he'd go in the streets, servants, and pick anyone who had not been invited. And that's exactly what he did. So they went to the street corner and gathered the people they could find, both good and bad. And the wedding hall was filled with the guests. And we are told from verse 11, but when the king came in to see the guests, he noticed a man who was not wearing his clothes. Now among these strangers, there came different people, but one particular man was striking, one who was not wearing wedding clothes. So he said, friend, he asked, how did you get in here without wedding clothes? The man was speechless. It's depicting us. Among the Gentiles, there are those who have not put on clothes. I did not get the clear meeting, meaning behind clothes here, but I want to guess is clothing ourselves with Christ. When we receive class, Christ in our life, we need to clothe ourselves with him. And if we are not clothed in Christ, then you are not pre well prepared for the wedding banquet. And that's what happened to this man. Then the king told the attendants, tie him hand and foot and throw him outside into the darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are invited, but few are called. So when I go through this, the first incident, I'm seeing the nation of Israel. And then the second incident, I see the Gentiles, the people who are not born naturally in the Christian lineage in the Jewish lineage. Well, when we concentrate on the nation of Israel alone, it also depicts us who are born again, giving that picture. We are meant to serve God, to be with him in the wedding supper, to prepare for the, for the wedding. But God has sent wave and wave of his servants. He has sent ministers. We have done many things to them. Some we have just ignored. Some they spoke many words. We listened to them and remained silent. And when they were through, we decided to go to our business. We ignore God and go on with our business. We are too busy for him. Doesn't this depict us that this is exactly what we are doing? God is calling on us, but we are rebelling. We do not want to listen to him. We don't even pay attention. We are just a stiff-necked people, rebellious naturally. And then secondly, even when we listen to him, we do not obey him. We go off to our businesses. 
Some are going off to do businesses. We do not have time for God. We are employed. We do not have time for God. So we spend no time with God, yet God created us for fellowship. So there's no other option. These things make God angry. And we are told the consequences that will come and destroy us and annihilate us. So my argument today, my brothers and sisters, may we listen to the word of God. May we hear his voice. May we take into account what he's telling us. Let us not just pay attention and go away. Perhaps there's something he's saying. God wants fellowship between you and him, between me and him, he, because he created us for that. And when we keep quiet, when we go to our businesses, it makes him not happy at all with us. For God has created us for that purpose, that we may have fellowship with him, we may have association with him. We should not rebel him, but we receive his word. And then second part there is saying, even when we are accepting and being called to this party, we need to be well dressed. We need to be ready for him. We need to be ready for the wedding banquet. Otherwise, the same consequences that he found this man, they'll find us, will be thrown out into darkness. That means we need the Holy Spirit to guide us. We need to be clothed with Christ, who will lead us, who will guide us, who will be our God. Without Christ, it's impossible for us to be born again. Because the Bible says there's only one way through Christ that salvation is found. So I'm urging us today, do you have Christ? Or just a person who is practicing Christianity? Have you ever received this man Christ to guide you, to lead you, to clothe you in a wedding banquet, ready for the coming of the Lord, ready for salvation? Are we saved again? So today I want to pray today that we should urge ourselves, we should urge our fellow brothers, we should urge our children, we should urge our parents to listen to God, to take into account what he's saying and be ready for salvation. So let us pray for that. Father, we come before you this morning. We thank you, Papa, for your word that you have shared with us through Matthew, our Father. Father, may we not be like those servants, like those colleagues that God called so that he may have a wedding banquet with them and they refuse. They did not pay attention. They even ignored, they rebelled his word. And more so, they killed and murdered the prophets. Father, forgive us for murdering the prophets. Forgive us for ignoring your servants. Forgive us for mishandling them. We have done horrible things through generations. May we listen to their message. May we listen to your calling that, oh God, we may follow you. Lord, we know you have been a rebellious people. We have had hard hearts, hearts that are, that are like uh, rocks. May you give in us and put in us hearts of flesh that you may hear the word of God. Hear, not only hear it, and obey it, O oh God, for the well-being of humanity. Hear our prayer, O oh Father. Hear our cry. We are also crying, O oh Lord God, allow Christ to be in our life. May we be clothed with Jesus Christ. 
we really accept him to be, oh God, our personal need. May we be in Christ and him in us this day. We are praying for the power and the gift of salvation in my own life, in my children's life, oh Father. Father, we pray that you may allow us to be born again. May we receive Jesus. May we accept him in our lives. God, for your loving God tonight. Today morning we say, Father, may you allow Christ to be in us. May you allow Jesus Christ to guide us, to lead us, to teach us his way. Father, we repent today for ignoring the Holy Spirit. We repent today for ignoring the prophets. We, pray, we repent today for ignoring men of God. We repent for ignoring women of God whom we have sent generation after generation in our lives and we have ignored him. Father, forgive us. Forgive us. May you give us soft hearts. May you give us a heart that will serve Jesus in our life, that will serve God. Father, it can only be done through you. Lord, we love you. We bless you. We worship you. We similarly pray you may touch our own kings that they may receive you. Father, we are praying for the salvation of our own children. They are children who have been listening to your word and they have not yielded their hearts. Today morning we pray, Father, you may touch our sons, you may touch our daughters, that they may accept you, Father. Father, we are praying over our brothers and sisters. May they too accept you. May they receive you as personal Lord and Savior today. Remove any blockages in their lives. We are praying, oh God, even, oh God, for our spouses. Maybe our spouses are rebellious towards you. They have ignored your word. They do not want to obey you. Father, we pray today morning that you send our word, your word to our spouses, that they may receive you today. May they receive Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior. Father, we are praying, even beyond here, may you touch the nation of Kenya. We are praying for families to receive you. We are praying for church, especially the church of Jesus Christ. May those who have been serving under your name, O oh God, truly receive you and be closer with Jesus Christ. May we rebel no more. For Father, you have said in your own very word that salvation is through Jesus Christ. And oh God, we need to be saved. Father, we pray you may touch our nation and command it, O oh Father, that all shall turn from their wicked ways and receive you. We refuse the spirit of Catholicism. We refuse the spirit of Islam. We refuse the spirit of animism, of paganism, and even religious, religious spirits. We command them to move out of our lives in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we are praying for the nation. May you save these nations, beginning by touching politicians, touching, oh God, even the president, the former prime ministers and others. We pray that you command them to receive Jesus Christ. May they receive him. May they hear him. May they pay attention to his word and be clothed with Christ today. Father, we pray even for the church of the nation. May they receive you. We know, God, that, oh God, the word of God has been preached with lukewarm. And therefore, people take it for granted. We pray today, Father, you may command salvation even in the church today. May people receive you. May women receive you. May men receive you. May the bishops who are there receive you today. We depend for the church having persecuted the prophets, having persecuted the men of God, having persecuted the women of God. Today we pray, Papa, that church should pray its role. Church should do whatever it was meant to do, O oh God. 
to preach your word and not ignore it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God, that you may answer our families. May you, O oh God, touch our spouses. May they be receive you and you be their God and Lord. Lord God, we pray for our children. May you touch each and every one of them. Command them to receive you. And, O oh God, be with you, Papa, today. Oh, how we love you. How we bless you. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you for hearing our prayer. Thank you for answering it. Thank you for just being there, Lord God. I want us to finish this prayer session by praying for our nation. There are things our nation is going through. You very well know about the movement to get over one million signatures over the DBI document in the nation. Father, may you be with us. We are also praying over the issue of coronavirus. The thing has remained up there for almost three weeks. It needs to go down. We need to pray for the Lord to hear us. Again, we have been touched economically and even socially by this sickness. Many people do not have finances. Some cannot afford rent. Some cannot afford food. May we pray about that. May we pray about the various needs that individuals have in this nation. Father, we come before you. Father, we want to put before you some issues that are facing the nation. God, you know the things that the country is going about. This is a document which will affect the constitution and even the way we do politics and the way we do economics in this land of Father. Father, we pray that this process shall not be hijacked by people who are meant to destroy the lives of Kenyans. We pray, Father, that it be your will that is going to be done and not the will of any woman or man. Remember our prayer, O oh God, we pray today. Father, may you touch that document. May it not be mutilated or destroyed for the negative, but may it be turned out to be a good document to help the poor, to help the needy, oh God. We also pray, Father, that you cause political stability in the nation. May you remove those threats of opening up uh, the stories behind post-election violence, oh Father. But for it will not benefit the nation. May those who are hard to forgive, may those who are uh, who hurt others even receive forgiveness. May they also, where possible, ask, oh God, for forgiveness and may it be given, oh Father. We pray for our healing. We pray for our total healing, even for the post-election violence victims. Remember them today. Father, you know what we are going through as we fight COVID-19. The coronavirus disease keeps on increasing and increasing in number. We are having many more people dying off, Father. There are many in ICUs. There are others that we do not know which facility they are going to. Father, we are praying today that you remember our nation, Kenya. Father, may you heal us. May you miraculously heal us. This spirit, wherever it came from, we send it back to the sender. We command it to go to the bottomless pit. Father, we pray that you may send your healing balm. Send your healing hand to the Kenyans and heal us, miraculous. May you dry up this disease in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we pray today, again, may you reveal to this nation the treatment of our regime. May you reveal to this nation the vaccine. May you reveal to this nation, even our oh God, the management regime. Father, for we know once you are revealed to us, oh Father, we are able to combat it. We also pray, Father, to remember this nation economically. COVID-19 has led to breaking down of businesses. 
because people had to lock down and they do not work even 24 hours during the day. Father, we have lost businesses. We have lost very many opportunities. We pray that you may touch that husband, you may touch that business person, that they may revive their businesses for the growth of Kenya. Father, may this economy not be affected much. May it revive, may it come back to normalcy. And even better, may it grow even double digits and even more. Father, help this nation, help this country. Father, we pray about other health issues in the nation. May you remember the nation grappling down with HIV, AIDS, the nation grappling down with TB, the nation grappling with malaria and other sickness. Heal the country of Kenya this morning, oh Father. May you remember it. May you remember it, oh God. Remember our nation today. Father, we pray that the economic activities that lie in the nation, they'll grow from one level to another. Remember the country of Kenya. Oh, how we bless you. Father, we want to pray for the salvation of our, the families. Remember them too. Remember individuals today and answer them at the very point of need. We also pray, Papa, that you may touch whatsoever we do to gain hunger, to gain sustenance. We are praying, Papa, for that doctor, for that nurse. As they go out there, may you bless the work of their hands. When they earn, may they remember you. Papa, remember the business people who are out there, Father, to do their businesses. May you allow these businesses to grow. May you give opportunities, oh Father, that the business shall grow. Father, may you remember the farmer who has sown and is waiting for his crop to grow. May you remember the farmer this morning. May you remember us in academia, for we earn through pen and paper. God, may you hear our cry today. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Father. And now we pray that there be peace wherever we stay, peace wherever we work. Your heart says, Thou is that perfect peace whose mind stays on thee, for he loves thee. Oh, we bless you, Papa, worship you. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you. We thank you, Father, this morning. We know, Papa, when we pray, you hear. And when you hear, you answer. Thank you for divine deliverance. Thank you for divine provision. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for divine protection. Thank you for all things. We bless you, Father. Papa, we worship you. We thank you for God, our Lord, who is the omnipotent God, who is present everywhere, who is everywhere. God, we thank you, bless you. We worship you. For in Jesus' name I pray and believe. Amen. Thank you for listening to me. I pray and believe that we have share that word. May you benefit from it. May the Lord give you a prosperous day and later on a prosperous weekend. For all is well. In Jesus' name I pray and believe. Amen.